Self-Help SatNav is brought to you by Open Forwards. Get the latest insights into stress, anxiety, depression, relationships, work, time out and getting stuff done by swooping over to www.openforwards.com. Hi, and welcome to episode number two of Self-Help Satnav. Why sitting down is worse for you than you think. So I want to talk with you today about a book I read some years ago, which I found really helpful in getting me to take better care of myself. It's a book called The First 20 Minutes. But before I get started talking about the book in more detail, I just want to tell you a story. It's a story of my mind which gets told when I think about going for a run. Now, I know that I really enjoy running, but I don't run regularly, and my routine with it, well, you could say, it kind of, it's sporadic. I don't have one. I run much better when I'm away than I do in my regular routine, kind of when I'm at work. The truth is that despite my love for running, I put it off too often and too easily. Sound familiar? Like this morning, for example, I woke up about quarter past six. I'd made a tentative aim, I remembered, the night before, that I was going to get up and get out of the door whilst the children were still asleep and be back in time for their breakfast and to take my eldest to school. But when it came to it this morning, my mind told me a story. It told me I can't be bothered. It told me it's raining, so I won't enjoy it. It told me I'm too tired. And so what do you think happened? Yep, you got it. I stayed in bed those few minutes longer and by which time my window had gone. I let my mind choose for me. And as a result, now, as it approaches lunchtime, I regret not going. Now I know that I'm not alone here. Many, many people put off or avoid doing exercise altogether because thoughts like these can get in the way. It's just how we're built. It's easier to do what is easy now than it's to do what is harder. We follow the path of easiest resistance. Delayed gains are less of a motivator than the immediate ones. It's a problem and it can be a struggle. So what can you do about it? Well, that's where my book for today's episode comes in. The first 20 minutes. This is a book written by Gretchen Reynolds um, back in 2013. Now Gretchen is a journalist for the New York Times and she does a column on the subject of health and well-being. In her writing, she quote, debunks myths, spurs conversation, stirs controversy, by questioning widely held beliefs about exercise, unquote. Her book, The First 20 Minutes, focuses on giving you information and lessons in the health benefits of exercise. And the stuff that she talks about was only previously available in academic or medical journals. 
and she brings to you these facts of what we know are the effects of being active and what these effects are on your mind and on your body. Now I know it hardly comes as a surprise to you that exercise and being active is good for you. It can help you lose weight. It can get you stronger and faster. We know it's good for your heart and your mental health. These beliefs are widely known. But what Gretchen does really well here is to dispel some common myths. She corrects them, if you like. So, for example, you might think that going out for a longer run, like, say, an hour and a half, is better for you than doing just 30 minutes. And that's kind of true. It's kind of true up to a point. You'd burn off more calories. But what Gretchen shows us is that the vast majority of health benefits come from doing just 20 minutes of exercise every day. There are, of course, health benefits that occur after 20 minutes, but the proportions are much smaller. For example, if you do just 20 minutes a day, you can reduce your risk of dying younger by 20%. So just 20 minutes a day will help you live longer. After 20 minutes, the reductions in mortality still go down, but to more like 4%. So yes, longer exercise can be better for you, but only marginally. Another really useful fact that I've taken from this book is that it is really unhealthy for you to remain sedentary. For example, if you're laying on the couch for hours on end or sitting at your desk all day. Even sitting down for more than 30 minutes at a time starts to negatively impact your body. Now there's a great uh, three minute video at fitness.mercola.com. You can see the exact address in the show notes at the end of this transcript. For the link um, and what this show what this video shows you is that there are lots of ways that sitting is bad for you such as it increases your risk of diabetes and heart disease and apparently the negative effects of sitting for six hours or more every day are not counteracted by going to the gym in the evening um, so if you don't go to the gym that's thought to be no worse than going to the gym in terms of counteracting those effects. If you sit down for six hours or more a day, every day, then you are still going to experience negative impact from that. So the advice here is to make sure that you get up regularly to increase your blood flow and increase your heart rate. Sitting for no more than three hours at a time is what's recommended and that you make sure that you do this on a regular basis. If you do this, it's estimated it will give you another two years of life. And if you think about it, this sort of stuff's not just going to extend your life, but it's going to improve the quality of your life, how well you fill in yourself for the years that you are alive. Okay, so let's look at some other key bits of activity-related information. Let's look at walking. So you may have come across the recommendation to walk 10,000 steps every day. The NHS has a challenge in place called the 10,000 Steps Challenge. Have you bought a pedometer before? If you're not familiar with them, they're those devices you can put around your wrist or get on a fancy watch that tell you how many steps you've taken. 
They can also tell you how many calories you've burned off, amongst some other things, I believe. Now, it's thought that the average person takes about three to 4,000 steps a day. So most of us are way short. We tend to walk less than we realize. We take less steps than we think we do. You need to be walking for about 150 minutes if you're moving about doing jobs, that is, which is about two and a half hours a day if you're going to try and rack up those 10,000 steps. But if you're doing a walk from A to B, say walking briskly three to five miles an hour, then of course you can do it in much less time. This piece of research comes from the Cooper Institute in the US, and they've made the conclusions from their studies that the difference between 2,000 steps a day and 10,000 steps a day is equal to about four to five years in life. So staggering, these, the, by taking these several thousand more steps, just kind of the improvements that you can make for yourself. So clearly here, the advice is to get more active. And if you think about how you can try to implement that, some starting points might be to try and work out how you can get in those extra steps. Like, is it possible to park a little more away from your work and walk that bit further? Or can you get off the bus, say, half a mile away from your house instead of much closer? Walking more distance, knowing that you're working wonders for your health, can be a really powerful motivator. Now, you may be in a situation where you're short of time and putting in those steps isn't realistic for you. So looking at shorter, more intense workouts might be the way to go. High intensity intervals training, as it's come to be known, which is done in just a few minutes, can deliver equal health gains to much longer bouts of exercise. For example, if you do some intense cardiovascular work like running, cycling, swimming for one minute and then you slow for a minute and then you do another minute of high intensity and then you do this 10 times, thus giving you your 20 minutes, then you'll give yourself about the same health gains than you would get that you would get if you did a 90 minute run. So when I first read that, I remember being stunned. I thought, this can't, this can't be right. It doesn't seem quite believable. Can it be that much easier? But there is a catch here, and it's, it's, it's around this high intensity in that you have to get your heart rate up really high. You have to get it to at least 90% of its maximum and keep that going for a minute and then repeat it 10 times within a 20-minute period. So it's not an easy thing, this high-intensity is clearly intense like you know I've never done a spin class but you know when you talk to people that have they they can get a sense for this and it's uh, not that easy to get yourself up that high in terms of your heart rate but it's an alternative it's an alternative to finding ways of putting in those 10,000 steps or going for a longer heart, a cardiovascular exercise workout Okay, so let's move on to something else useful. Let's look at some other reasons you might want to do exercise. Let's take losing weight. Now, we all know the simple maths around losing weight. You need to take in less calories. You have to burn off more than you consume. 
And the trouble for many of us is that we get busy exercising perhaps and don't change our diets. We continue to eat the same. So either eating too much at meal times or eating snacking between meals is going to be the problem. And of course alcohol in the evenings can be the thing that exceeds your calorie intake for the day. The message from the research is that eating less is how you lose weight. Doing exercise, like 20 minutes a day, can help you keep off the weight. But each day and over time you need to set up a different pattern with your eating and build a sustainable exercise routine that helps you lose weight and keep it off. So, if you want to lose weight, change your diet. If you want to keep it off, get exercising. So let's look at something at the other end of the spectrum. Say, the person who is very active, who's intent on giving themselves a sick pack. Maybe you spend a lot of time in the gym or doing sit-ups that uh, is, and your intent is to kind of really kind of strengthen their stomach muscles to give you that six pack. Well, one of the things we know now that Gretchen talks about is those full range sit-ups can be quite bad for your neck and for your back. They're not actually strengthening of it at all, but more likely to give you injury. And what she also says and points out is that there are absolutely no proven physical health advantages of having a six-pack. It's all about image. A much better indicator of health is to have a strong core. Now, your core is your lower back, your abdomen area. Exercises like crunches, side planks, they strengthen your core. And so too does yoga, of course, which I guess is one of the reasons it's become so popular for people. And finally, let's look at one more myth. One more myth in the area of stretching that uh, Gretchen corrects us on, which is that Apparently stretching before exercise doesn't help. It's not been proven that it reduces injury. The conclusions are open to some extent, but it's not been disproven categorically either. But it's more likely that warming up works much better. Warm-ups that focus on increasing your joint motion and body temperature work much better. So things like a simple jog and dynamic stretching as opposed to static stretching. Static stretching, just to be clear, is when you stretch out those leg muscles before playing a game, for example. Now, I used to do that before playing football, but I found that I might be more likely to strain a muscle in advance. Now what I do is I jog for a few minutes, warm up my body and my muscles, get my joints working more flexibly by doing gentle dynamic stretches. And a dynamic stretch is when you gently swing your leg back and forwards, gradually extending the muscles. So I'm going to take this moment here now to point out something called the 7 minutes workout. You can find a YouTube video on this at lifehack.org. And again, you can find the precise link in the show notes transcript at the below this at the bottom of the page. But basically, the 7 minute workout shows you 12 different exercises that work out your whole body or they work out a part of your body in a separate exercise. And um, this can be a really powerful way of strengthening your body, strengthening your core, improving your health and well-being. 
Okay, so I've covered several different areas here that have been some of the key things that have stood out for me in reading the first 20 minutes. And so to sum this all up, number one, being active is great for your body's health and for helping you to live longer. You only need to do 20 minutes a day of cardio workout. And number two, you can focus on walking for 10,000 steps a day and you can do shorter high intensity workouts. Three, doing smaller amounts like this in every day will help. And four, one of the most important things here is to make sure you don't sit down for more than three hours at a time. Of course, there'll be times when you don't achieve this, but try to make it your routine rather than something that you do every now and then. Okay, so the messages in this book have really stayed with me. Um, I think I read this book a couple of years ago now and have often referred back to it. So I hope that you will find it useful as well, just in what you've picked up here. Just knowing these messages, these things, won't always be enough to get you out the door and running. I know this stuff and it didn't help me get out the door this morning, um, even though I like running. There are other ways of helping yourself with this, which hopefully you come across in future episodes or by having a look at 5 Daily Helpers, a course that you can take to help you take better care of yourself. And the other thing that we haven't spoken about today is around the benefits to well-being and the brain. Again, we'll have to look at that at some other time. But thanks for joining me today and tune in next time for episode number three, where I'll be talking with Joe Oliver about his book, Activate Your Life. Bye for now.